Welcome to the Not Yet Titled Podcast, Episode 1. I'm your host, Ken. And I'm the co-host, Shane. All right, so what do we have on the uh, agenda for this episode? Uh, why are we doing a podcast and obstacles that we might face? So why are we doing a podcast? What, what because we're bored? <laughs> Boredom? I, I agree I've always you. wanted to do a podcast, so uh, this has worked out with you wanting to do a podcast. Yeah, I you know, it's something different. Something different. It's uh, a challenge. Yeah, um, getting a lot of pieces together. We don't know. Still trying to figure out the pieces, to be honest. What are what are some of the first things that we had to to go through there, Ken? Uh, first and I, I guess logistics is the big thing. Uh, making it work, and then figuring out a format, a title, which is a whole other topic, really. I mean, uh, there was a slew of of titles, right? I mean, what what were a few of them? I know we had we we one of them was not not really friends podcast. Not really friends. Um, gosh, I wanted to do a podcast about nothing, but that was taken. Don't know what the rules are on taking podcast names because some of them that we were looking up didn't have pod. You know, they haven't had an episode in like three years, so I don't know if uh, those come back into public domain at some point. Um, and then we just kind of accidentally fell into this not yet titled podcast, which wasn't even on the list. We just kind of put it in our Excel sheet. <laughs> for it, notes it was a, that we it was do, a, and it just kind of worked. Yeah, it was a placeholder uh, then uh, that kind of grew on us, I think. Yeah. So, uh, well, we got one thing off the list, right? We got the title. We have a title for for now. I guess the other thing is, uh, you know, logistics. We're kind of trying to figure out the the format as we go, right? We don't want to we don't want it nailed down to just a specific format. Like, we want to cover lots of topics, right? Yeah, we have a lot of ideas in mind. I'm a huge movie buff, uh, so I'm really into movies, so I'll, we'll probably be talking about movies a lot, especially today. We both enjoy playing video games, so probably have some video game conversations. So I, I think that's the one thing we have in common. We both love games. You love movies. I like movies. I don't love them, but I mm. love music. So I think we kind of have both sides of the coin that way, you know? I love music too. I don't listen to as much music anymore as I used to, but uh, uh, you know, still a fan of the old stuff. Still go to concerts. I'm not not too old yet. <laughs> old yet? Okay. So, I mean, I think that's a lot of it. Is our format? It's kind of going to be evolving as we go. But basically, movies, gaming, music, popular culture. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. Anything that comes to mind, you know, w whatever we can think about. We might talk about it. Who we, knows? We do have um, some some other guests and stuff like that lined up as well. Right. And then, you know, as 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 we grow, as our audience grows, maybe they can pitch ideas towards us and uh, make the whole process a lot easier when we start running out of ideas. Right. And, we'll, and, we, and we do have the option to, you know, these are obviously pre-recorded, but we do have the option to, to live stream as well uh, and, and get more, you know, listener participation that way so my question to you ken is uh, we're creating a podcast uh, you, it was really your idea and you just happened to ask the right person who wanted to do a podcast and i don't think you actually knew i wanted to do one i, I did not know uh, so what, what are some things that you actually had to like look what did you look into for the podcast i i forget 
I'm a terrible uh, co-host here. I don't I don't know the name Podbeam. We're going through Podbeam. Podbeam uh, is the company, yeah. And, um, and why did you ultimately choose them? Honestly, um, they have they have no limits. I mean, as far as th- there are really are only a couple companies, is my understanding that are kind of the four front runners. Uh, I can't remember what the other one's called. I think it's Pod or Cas Pod Sprout or something like that. Um, and then Podbean. And those two really are the kind of the the two leaders in the industry, and it came down to the services they offered for the cost. The other one was quite a bit more, and they kind of had the same services and the same customer satisfaction, that kind of thing. Um, but it's what they offered us, what they could do for us. So with with Podbeam, if someone wants to listen to our podcast, other than us obviously providing just our friends links to the podcast, how can people find us? online so short version is i'm trying to find the actual site here but um so they they distribute our podcast to other platforms so for example you know whatever we decide so they they host it they provide all the back end but then they distribute it it's an rss feed to apple podcast google podcast the podbean app spotify amazon music pandora iHeartRadio a ton of them. I mean, there's like 10 or 12 different platforms that they distribute to, but it, our podcasts are hosted by them. Okay. That's very cool. I don't, I don't know if I have any more questions about the podcast. We got, we got a couple logos coming down the pipeline. Well, sure. We'll have merch, you know, we've got all these fans right now listening. We're going to have merch. Uh, we're really trying to retire off this podcast. So if you guys could just buy our stuff, yeah, that, that would be, put that, that'd be awesome. Uh, we do have a website by the way. Uh, the website is www.notyettitled.com. Wow, very clever. I wonder where we came up with that name. Very good. That's a very good name there. Uh, and that does, uh, so when the podcasts are posted, they'll all be there. Everything will, all the information will be there. Very nice. So I know that, uh, did you have anything else to add about really making a podcast or trying to come up with a podcast? Anything podcast related that I maybe didn't uh bring up or ask a question about i you know other than that no i mean we we do have facebook twitter set up um those are i think our twitter's uh not yet titled pod can't remember the facebook but it'll all be on the website we have we have like a producer or social media expert handling all that is that correct yeah yeah producer Brittany. producer Brittany. i like it okay well if that's all you got i i kind of have a question for you that i know is a little unscripted here so one of the games I play a lot and, uh, you know, as probably the rest of the world is I play Call of Duty Warzone. I can't get enough of it. I'm always playing it. You can see how many actually don't look at the time played that I have in that game because it's really sad compared to other games that, that get neglected. They just brought out this uh, expansion pack. I don't know if you heard about it. Uh, you can now play as either um, Rambo or um, John McClane. John- yeah. John McClane and Die Hard, which is actually pretty cool. Uh, but my question to you is, what action star would you like to play in a video game? Ooh, that's a tough one. Maybe that, that's a tough one. I mean, it's got to be. It's either Rambo. I mean, you got Schwarzenegger maybe and Terminator. I don't know. That's that's a tough one actually. That's, it had uh, to be Terminator, right? If it were, if you had a Schwarzenegger, oh yeah, no, no, it had to be Terminator, yeah. 
it'd have to be Terminator 2 Arnold, right? One or two, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, early on, yeah. I'm I'd like to, to play think, John Wick. I think that would be cool. I'm trying to think if there are any, uh, I mean, because you're talking specifically action here. Yeah, no, I mean, it'd have to be Schwarzenegger. It'd have to be. Ar- yeah, early I would also Arnold. take, uh, which we might discuss a little later here, but I would also like Mel Gibson from uh, Lethal Weapon. Uh, I would play him. That's, that's, not a, <laughs> that's not a bad one, yeah. I would play a Lethal Weapon video game. Sign me up. Well, you know, if it was, if Lethal Weapon came out in 2010, there may be a, a, a video game, but ga- games, because I mean, that movie's older, right? That's a early 90s. So, are we talking about Lethal Weapon? Yeah. So, doing, uh, you know, some research on our topic later today about, you know, uh, top 80s movies growing up. Um, oh, so that that was it. 80s. Actually, came out in the eighties. Oh. Uh, the first two, the first two came out in the eighties, okay. which uh, um, I guess I didn't really know that. And actually, looking through kind of a eighties website and trying to see what movies came out in the eighties, there were some movies I thought did did come out in the eighties, but actually were very early nineties. And um, you know, as we go through, I think what's going to be really fun is we we got about an age gap of about seven years, seven or eight years. Um, probably somewhere around eight years. Yeah. Because the one thing I look forward to is uh, seeing, you know, we're going to talk about our top 80s movies today right. and just kind of seeing where you're at compared to where I'm at, because you're probably a little, you were older in the 80s than I was. So I feel like I'm probably going to pick more late uh, 80s kid related movies, you know, teen related movies compared to, right. Uh, so you're like probably going to pick all action movies. <laughs> right. Well, and that's kind of the thing when I was going through and kind of thinking about it, I'm like, okay, it's probably going to be different than your list simply because like, I remember even some of the early, I was still, I was pretty young in the early eighties, but I remember some of the action movies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. you probably, some of the ones like, you know, going way, way early eighties. Um, some of them you probably don't even remember. I, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I probably watched a lot of the action ones. You know, when I was after the old fact. enough for my parents to let me watch. I mean, right. I remember watching um, RoboCop when I was a kid. Uh, I remember quoting a line. I, I don't remember what swear word was used, but when the <laughs> dudes melted with acid, he says something. He says some kind of swear word, which I repeated verbatim, and my dad sent me to my room which is like okay you're gonna you know get mad at me for saying a cuss word but not watching this ultra violent uh, <laughs> movie which if you think about it like robocop was that is not a movie you want your kid watching at all and uh no. that's just an nice thing like that was no big deal watching letting your kids watch those kind of movies yeah and they don't i mean that was that was really kind of groundbreaking too for that time i mean that was like ultra violent like ultra like aggressive, like I don't know what the the right word for it is, but I mean it. It was very aggressive for the early '80s, you know. Yeah, uh, I remember not being able to watch when Murphy got pretty much obliterated, <laughs> dismembered by the gang members. And, th- and that also, was really early in the movie too, was it not? Yeah, I don't. I just don't think that movie was just so violent. Like that was just. <laughs> That was, that was selling just like I can't think of another '80s movie that was that violent. Probably, you know, nothing, nothing mainstream. I would say RoboCop was probably mainstream. 
I'm yeah, sure you could I'm, get some really bad horror movies. I don't know if RoboCop was really. I guess it was mainstream though. I mean, I you know, it was a yeah, it was pretty mainstream. I mean, it was. I do remember it was. I mean, that was its selling point. Is it was ultra violent, right? Like, yeah, yeah. RoboCop. Yeah, I mean that whole whole franchise, right? They had like two other movies, a remake, a TV series, which I. I remember trying to watch, but I don't think it lasted very long. I don't think even um, any of the the sequels really came anywhere near what the original was, right? Right. I mean, but RoboCop's so popular nowadays. I'm just actually surprised it just didn't really. It, it seemed to kind of uh, fizzle well, in the it, 90s. It has like then. a cult following, right? Like so. I mean, it because when it came out, it wasn't really that big of a movie, if I remember right. Like, but I mean, it, it kind of grew a cult following over time, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. Um, I I I work with someone who is a huge RoboCop fan, so I didn't actually even mean to go on a RoboCop tangent. Or do I have it written down anywhere in my notes? We just started talking about RoboCop. I play a RoboCop video game. I play almost any video game. I probably uh, yeah. hate most of them, but I, I would play them. All right, so uh, back back to topic. So top five '80s movies. Uh, you know, we'll we'll go a little bit deeper in detail on this as far as like sequels what you know which ones were better which ones were worse any casting or plot changes director visions that kind of thing and how they influenced you but right off the bat let's let's go right right to you what's your top five 80s movies top five 80s movies and i'm curious i'm curious how many we have that we share so i'm gonna go probably uh Worst to last, which there's not okay. really a worst one. It's a top five. So, so we're going to go worst to best. Uh, you go, give me your number five and I'll give you my number five. So I got my little short list here and I would have to say my number five would be Die Hard. Okay. See that, you know, that's a good one. Didn't, didn't make my list though. Interesting. Uh, I, I thought if anything, Die Hard would have made your list. It almost did. It almost did. But I, I went with, you know, I went out on a limb on this one because I do really think this is a great movie. Uh, Raising Arizona. The Coen Brothers movie. You know, uh, Nick I Cage. have never, I've seen a lot of movies. Nick, Nicholas Cage, Howie Hunter. Uh, it's a great movie. Coen Brothers movie. It's really funny. It's different. Uh, it's, it's different. I mean, it's like any other Coen's brothers movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Which, what's shocking to me is I guess I didn't know the Coen brothers made movies in the eighties. I think it was, I'm going to uh, put that up on my list. It had to be very early in their career. I mean, very early. Uh, cause it, it came out in like 87, 88, I think. I mean, Nick Cage was pretty young and you know, but was it, it weird yet? Or, well, no, he was still weird. Yeah, but I mean, it, <laughs> it's a good movie. It, it yeah, like definitely worth a watch. Okay, I I might put that on my short list. Got a couple days off here before I go back to work, and uh, well, not now you really piqued my interest in watching that movie. So that's going to happen. It's worth soon. the time. It is. So um, I'll have you lead in with the number four pick for you. All right, my number four. Also, this is really early '80s. Blues Brothers, the original. Okay. Belushi, Aykroyd. I, I have seen the Blues Brothers. I've seen it a couple times. I feel like maybe I haven't actually watched it in a full sitting, but I have seen it like pieces of it throughout time where I've actually seen the whole movie. I mean, growing up, I was a Dan Aykroyd fan. 
Uh, we'll get into that a little later with one of the 80s movies that I have on my list. Yeah, I, I, that that is considered like a premier comedy, uh, you know, movie. It, it was kind of a game changer. So keep in mind, I mean, it came out in I think 80 or 81, and there was nothing else like that at that time. You know what I mean? It, it was a game changer. So I mean, it was very early 80s, and still is a great movie. So your number four. Yeah, I probably would not watch Blue Brother Blues Brothers again because I know I've seen it enough. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to rewatch it, but um, but yeah, my number four is I, I did not number my movies here, so I'm marking them off as I go. I would have to say I watched the crap out of this movie as a kid. I probably wore the uh, you know some kids probably don't know what a VHS is, but I probably wore the crap out of a VHS tape of this movie. But uh, E.T. I just oh, that's a good movie, and I finally got around to watching it maybe like a year or two ago. I like I hadn't seen that movie in probably ten years. I had so not seen that movie. That that was actually, and you know, I'm I'm a little bit older than you, but that was mm-hmm. the first movie I ever saw in a theater. I, think. I was thinking about first movies that I've seen in a theater, and right now I'd have to say I was thinking about this for a future topic. Uh, so funny that you brought this up. I think my first movie in the theater was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I know my parents took me to that movie. I remember seeing it. Yeah, that was very, very late 80s. Yeah, I think that's an 80s movie. It was 89. Um, I know I saw Forrest Gump, and I, but I know that's later than... It was probably early 94, 93, somewhere in there. I know my dad took me to this... This is a pretty popular... I think this is a TV series and a movie. I don't really know much about it. Um, I think it was called, like, Alien Nation. Do you remember that? Does not ring a bell. I think I it's called Alien think. Nation. I'm going to kill myself. Like, there was a... It was just, like, aliens interact... These bald-looking aliens with these weird old man spots. I could be completely inaccurate, because I have not looked up a picture of these guys in forever. But, <laughs> um, gosh, I cannot... I think there was some Alien Nation movie, but that that could have been the first movie I remember seeing. But yeah, that's probably uh, that, that's not a that. AAA title. That's not a Spielberg, right? I mean, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look this up, and <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up and and get the right titling for this. But yeah, my num- my number four, it would just would have been ET, like that movie, and it's really good. It's really good now. Like watching it now, it's really good. I was surprised at how well. I don't know. You know, some movies just, you know, they kind of age and you just don't ever really go back to. So, an, which. And another one that I, I'm going to, a little bit of a spoiler here, but it's not even on my list. I don't know if it's on yours, but kind of goes hand in hand with E.T. that just popped into my head is, and I think it's an 80s movie, is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That's interesting that you brought that up. As big of a movie goer I am, I actually finally, within a year, sat down and watched that movie from beginning to end. And. I am glad I didn't watch that as a kid, or I saw pieces of it as a kid. I would not have handled the aliens at the end. Aliens scare me. Um, it, it was, aliens in, it was in that type movie. of form. In that form, aliens scare me. Nothing else. Some people have weird clown, like clown scare them, whatever. Aliens with the big eyes, anal probing dudes, like those guys scare the hell out of me. I don't think they do anal probing anymore. I think that was, uh, like you a, think? That was an 80s thing. I think they're past oh. that. Do you think they got all their data, like all their anal data that they needed? Yeah. That's... Okay. I mean, I, I don't know why you would keep anal probing people after all these years. 
That would no, make sense. I mean, you know, they once they find, yeah, I think they're way past that. That's just the stigma. Okay, okay, but uh, yeah, the the uh, that movie is really cool. By the way, uh, was that on your list? Is no, it no, list? it was not. But it was not. Is but when you said movie? when you said ET, it brought that movie to mind because they're very similar. They're both Spielberg movies, right? I mean, it, it, it's it's similar to ET, right? Yeah, the whole uh, you know are. Is there life out there? I wonder when that movie came out. I think that might be a late 70s movie. Is it? It could be. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, uh, you know, we can come back to that, but uh, we're up of to course. three. So you're number three. Oh, so my number three is, um, hold on, going back to my list here. I would have to say, see, now I'm starting to put movies in order of like how much I've seen them, how much I like still watch them to this day. I would have to say Lethal Weapon 2. Lethal Weapon 2 is, the, is better than Lethal Weapon 1. You're going to have to refresh my memory. What is 2? Okay, Lethal Weapon 2. Here's all you need to know about Le- Lethal Weapon 2. It's the one where, spoiler alert, for anyone who has not seen Lethal Weapon 2 yet, uh, spoiler, it's coming up here. Um, he sh- That... They have that, like, I don't know if he's from Denmark or whatever, but he has that diplomatic immunity. Oh, that's too like, Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, and then yeah. shoots him and goes, it's just been revoked. Probably one of the badass lines ever in a movie. Dude, that's two? Um, I thought that was, like, three or four. Yeah, that's two. That, no, that is the best. That is by far better than the first one. And speaking of Lethal Weapon, is that also, all four of them are great. Is that also the one where, if I'm not mistaken, he pulls the house down? Yes. With his truck? Yes, that is also the same one. Okay. Yeah, that, that but, is the uh, best one. Yes. Yeah, Lethal Weapon, whole series is great. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Best thing about the 80s movies, they've been out forever. You could probably, uh, you know, rent them. Oh, probably on Netflix. Bucks. Probably on Netflix, yeah. So what is your number three? So this is an odd one as well, but it's just a movie that I remember well from like when I was a kid. That's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It was just choice, it, you know. It was Matthew Broderick early on. It was different, you know. I mean, it, it was different. Uh, Matthew Broderick. Uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. You know who I'm talking about, though. He's been in a bunch of things. I know who you're talking about. He's I've been seen in him. sitcoms and stuff since. But Jennifer Grey was in it, right? I mean. It was a great movie. Great movie. Jennifer Grey. Is that the same girl that was in Dirty Dancing? Yes, I think. I think that's her. I think. But uh, I saw that movie. That movie's probably in my top ten. That's probably on the outskirts of my five. I don't. I probably haven't seen that movie a bunch, but that movie used to run on TV. Like you know, I was poor, so we only had like basic cable, basic television. So uh, that movie was on all the time, and I would watch it. No, yeah, that that was a good one. I don't know. I, I just remember it like I I don't know why, but it's one of those movies that just kind of stuck in my head, you know, when I think 80s movies. Right. All right, so now it's to you for the number 2 movie. All right, number 2. This one was tough, but I I'm I am a sci-fi fan, but I'm not the biggest sci-fi, but I mean it, it it's got to be Empire Strikes Back, right? I mean I thought about, you know, I thought about putting Empire Strikes Back on my list. It's probably on my short list. I love Star Wars, but I have not seen, I have not, I didn't watch them religiously as a kid or even grown up. Um, I liked them 
more now as an adult and appreciate them more. But growing up, I didn't I didn't watch Star Wars movies. I just honestly uh, it wasn't my thing. It's the first one I remember. Like I don't because the original came out in what seventy seven. I was a baby. Right. Like I don't remember. So, it. You know what I mean? Like I saw it later, obviously, but Empire yeah, I remember. Do, doing my eighties research, uh, the the two sequels that followed it came out in the eighties, which I, I actually didn't know that. And I would think that I'd have to say, you know, we could talk crazy Star Wars, but Empire Strikes Back is probably the best Star Wars movie I think that they've done. Period. Not even close. The best. Now, I, well, Return of the Jedi's up there. Which one's the one where Luke is? I'm your father. That's Return of the that's Jedi. That's two, right? No, that's Return of the Jedi. Isn't oh, it? Return of the Jedi is the best one. Then, yeah, no, it is the best one. Yes, that came out in the '80s too, though. Uh, yeah, I think. Well, I mean, three of the four came out in the '80s. Yeah, the only one that wasn't was the original that was in the late '70s. What's the original one called? I should New Hope. Star Wars, New, yeah, New Hope. New Hope. Yeah, that was like 77, I think. And then Empire Strikes Back, and then Return of the Jedi. Uh, right? No. Am I flipping them? Man. You were a sucker for the Ewoks. Is that why Star- Is that why that one's your choice? Hold on. Wasn't it? No, there was, there was four. Jet, Return of the Jedi was the fourth, right? No, there's, no, they're in threes. There's, there's three early on, 70s, 80s, and then the... One, two, and three were in the late All right, 90s, so yeah, early. yeah, yeah. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi were the was so essentially what five, six, and seven. Yeah. So which one did you say you liked? Uh Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Okay. I agree with you. That's the second one. That is also the best one. Agreed. But not in my top five. Not in your top five. Okay. No. So that was my number two. What's your number two? So this is tough. My number one and two are probably could flip on a yearly basis. But my number two is Batman with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Like I was like the right age. I mean, I think I was like seven or eight when that movie came out. I already liked Batman and Robin that that movie was the bee's knees. I'll be honest with you. I forgot about that one. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, <laughs> well, see, you would have been, you know, I don't know. I mean, you, you'd have been 14 or so at the time. So I don't, I don't know if you were, you know, you were moving on to more serious movies or something. I don't know. That was, that was probably the best Batman, right? I mean, it's got to be Michael Keaton. Is it the best Batman? In, in <sighs> Batman movie. The, the best Batman in the Batman in a movie. I, yeah, Michael Keaton. Is amazing, and I don't know if you know this or not, Ken, because you're probably not up to speed on movies. There is supposed to be a Flash movie coming out very soon, and Michael Keaton is reprising, reprising, reprising his role as Batman. I don't know if he's going to be Batman or just you know Bruce Wayne in this. I'm seeing it. Shut up and take my money, really? no matter what. Really, like, I mean, he's got to be getting up there right in age i mean i mean he's got to be pushing 60 but i would also i would he's, also he's watch pushing 70 he's 69 years old michael keaton is not 69 years old you're kidding me born Shut september 5th 1951 wow i didn't realize he was that old i don't care he he will always be my batman <laughs> he could play batman again 
There's even a comic revolved around Batman coming out of retirement. Shut up and take my money. If you've watched Marvel movies, they know how to de-age people. I think DC could do it too. Oh, Shut yeah. up and take my money. Yeah, that's no, all. The, and they'll make a boatload of money. So, what is your number two movie? Well, we covered my number two. It was Empire. Oh, did we cover your number two? Yeah. Are we on the number one? Uh, we are on the number one. Now I'm curious if we have the same number one. It's, Ghostbusters. No, it's not. I was thinking, what? dude, Ghostbusters didn't even make my list. Did not. It's a good movie, but it didn't even make my list. Wow. You know. But I, I see where you're going with the Aykroyd thing earlier, though. Okay. Yeah. That. I mean. I was all about Ghostbusters in the 80s. I think the second one came out. It was poorly received, but as a kid, don't care. It was still awesome. Can't wait for the new Ghostbusters movie this year, which is supposed to be a somewhat continuation of the first two. So I'm pretty pretty thrilled about that. Yeah, I, I, I will not be available that night when it comes out. That's kind of where I think the age thing comes in, because I think Ghostbusters was a little... Like, I was a little bit older. Yeah, but see, <clears throat> Ghostbusters came out in 82. 82 or 83. So I was oh, really? born. So I, like, grew up, like, you know, it was already out on VHS. I'm watching it as a kid. I mean, that would have been, that would hit up your alley, like, right when it came out. Like, you would have been, like, the age that I started discovering Ghostbusters, I would imagine. See, my, my number one is just about two years after that. And what is it? Back to the Future. I I actually left Back to the Future off my list. Um, I I really like the Back to the Future series, but considering like we just rewatched that one recently, a couple uh, you know couple uh, within a year or so, and I didn't remember a lot of stuff that I just I didn't watch that movie religiously. But I love the first two. The third one's okay, but my wife will tell you that's awful and doesn't count. But I absolutely love the first two Back to the Futures, but they did not make my list. It was just they were. I have it here too. I have it listed. Like that was the one I cut out. So it'd probably be like my number six. You you only love the first two. I mean, yeah, the third, the Western one. Come on, come on. That wasn't that great. It wasn't bad. It wasn't as good as the first one. No, second one was eh. First one was the best by far. By far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, second one had um, hoverboards, which. I always wanted, and then they had uh, had to have the Cubs winning the World Series, but uh, no one no one likes that. And and you know if you want to get to know your host, I believe we're both Cardinal fans, right? We don't we don't like the Cubs. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no. Cubs suck. Um, actually, if you're a Cubs fan, you can just turn off now. We just prefer not to have you as a listener by any means. As a matter of fact, go ahead and block us. Yeah, just go ahead and block us. Um, We'll eventually have all our you know portals up to where you could block us <laughs> so you don't have to hear us uh, talk bad about your team. All right. Well, hey, that was a, a successful top five. Uh, we'll probably be doing more of those because I love top five lists. They are very fun. Yeah, we've got a lot of them planned, I think. Kind of, kind of, you know, short, quick top fives coming up. I mean, we've got them planned for everything. Music, movies, TV, and the list yeah, goes on. A little behind the scenes action I added. We have a little spreadsheet that we add things to. Um, I already went in and put the 90s, the O's, and the 10s for future discussions. But yeah, I would say, unless you have anything to add, I would say that kind of wraps up our 
our uh, our top episode five one. episode one and top five eighties movies. Yeah, so I believe, I believe so. Uh, that pretty much does wrap it up. Um, so again, um, thanks for listening to the yet, not yet titled podcast episode one. Um, that'll do it. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.